0: the Bourbon Brothers. I'm Lance. And I'm Butch. And we're coming to you from the BGB Speakeasy and
1: Butch's basement. Yes and uh, you know some people have said I'm the uh, I'm the manager of the BGB Speakeasy.
0: Manager, owner, president, I'm not here to brag. Janitor? I don't want to brag. <laughs> <laughs> janitor. Bartender. <laughs>
1: Bartender. Yes.
0: This is a one-man operation. <laughs> I like
1: the janitor, especially when I broke the glass a few weeks back. <laughs> yeah, that hurt. That's funny.
0: <laughs> that was not a cheap glass either.
1: No, 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 it's not. So um, I have a long list I'm going to hand to you in a second of all our sponsors. As soon as I finish up, I'll give it to you. So. Okay.
0: Okay, here you go. You didn't hand me anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. That's We're too funny. handed on the sponsor side of life. That's okay. That is fine. I think I prefer it that way. Yeah. So, here we are. We have total control. We answer to nobody. Nobody. Except well, that's wives.
1: not true. I'll say our wives. <laughs> we definitely answer to them. So, uh, here we are. We just sat down, poured ourselves a, a glass of uh, bourbon, um, and uh, ready to jump
0: into uh, today's segment. So, uh, what do we got today? We have almost available, almost available. So in this, it's this we're talking about something that is allocated, but here in Michigan, at least, which is usually not the place to find stuff, we see it come in waves, and you can pick up a bottle or two. You, there's no secondary involved with this bottle that I've ever paid for. I've seen it, but I've never paid for it because uh, I can always hunt it out at State Min, which in Michigan is fifty four ninety nine. What's fifty four ninety nine? Everyone's thinking right now.
1: Well, I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a bottle that I actually genuinely enjoy. Um, it's one of my favorite outside summertime late night glasses, sitting around a bonfire, and that is Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel. Yes, sir. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if everyone's cheering about this bottle. So, yeah.
0: Somewhere Some people quiet in the background.
1: Yeah, that is that is true. That is true. So, um, Elijah Craig from the uh, the Heaven Hill Distillery. Um, it's a it's a place that we've both have been to, and I think we have mixed feelings about the distillery itself. But uh, overall, you can't deny the overall product that they're putting out or the products that they're putting out, right?
0: Yeah, there's some there's some controversy out there about how they handle themselves in certain situations. We won't get into that. We won't cast our opinion. We'll keep our opinion to ourselves. But um, it's a, yeah. a we yeah, love hate. Yeah, because juice. some
1: people absolutely love visiting that dis- that overall distillery and the Heaven Hill experience. Yeah. Um. So I think it's a very good point. You know, there's so many different distilleries out there. Um. We've had great experiences at majority of them, and some we love, and some are just okay. How about that? That's fair. So, uh, um, you know, I, I like, uh, Lance came up with this segment. It's a, uh, it's a new one for us called almost available because, you know, we, we thought about talking about, you know, uh, is it the palette or is it the label? But the reality is almost available kind of fits, um, because we spend time, you know, each week going out to different stores and hunting and trying to find bottles. And this is one that, uh, you can't always walk into a store and find, um, but sometimes you can, and when it is, it's. It's normally at MSRP,
0: Yeah, which is kind of cool. It's not the thing like you you can say, hey, I want to go get a bottle of Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel tonight and just go up to the store and expect to find one. But if you keep your eyes open while you're out and about and you know you need one on your shelf, you just got to be patient and you can pick one up.
1: And when we do find it, again, we're talking about Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel. Um, I'm finding them at Kroger, Yeah, you know, Meijer, places like that. I, I've traditionally, or Total Wine, um, which is a Michigan chain. I think they're throughout the uh, the U.S., but uh, mm-hmm. um, traditionally we'll find them there. I've not walked into a liquor store um, here in Michigan. We call them party stores, and and been looking for Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel.
0: I've seen it in a couple. Have you? Yeah, my, my primary one gets it every so but, often. But
1: again, I'm not looking for it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Where when you go to a Kroger or Meyer, your eyes aren't necessarily looking for the allocated bottles. You're looking for you know maybe the uh, the almost available right there you go. bottles. So, right. uh, um, as I mentioned earlier, you know, if around the summertime, sitting outside, you know, we're from um, Romeo, Michigan, um, bonfires or, you know, whatever you want to call them, fires outside, patio fires, um, they're quite popular. And so this is a bottle that I'm typically grabbing when uh, I go outside and sit by a fire.
0: Now, we're, we are near Detroit. We're not talking patio fire like we would light the patio on <laughs> fire. We're talking about a controlled burn here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or there's <laughs> no barrel fires or anything like that. These are, that's funny.
0: We aren't doing pallet fires. We actually have firewood. And and I say that because this is a 94
1: proof um, bourbon. Yes. Right? This is, a, again, a toasted barrel straight bourbon whiskey. Bourbon whiskey. What is it? Bourbon whiskey. Straight whiskey. bourbon whiskey. All right. Um, again, there's no age statement on this bottle. Um, and, you know, I've said this before in other podcasts. I like an age statement. Yes. I do. Um, and oddly enough, when we, I was pouring, uh, Lance and I a you know, small pour of this, and I'm, and I have probably eight or nine different Elijah Craig barrel proof bottles. Um, I said, you know, I don't have their small, um, their, small batch. And he goes, yeah, either do I. And, and that's like a $34 bottle. Yeah. Um, and that's a, always going to find my, my wife loves it and it's a very, very good, um, drink, but it's low proof. Yeah. So it's one that I'm not grabbing traditionally. So. Um, but again, I like age statements. I like, you know, if it's the Elijah Craig 18-year, which is one of my favorite. Uh, but just overall, I feel better about an age statement. I don't know what your thoughts
0: are on that. I, I love it. Um, and normally what I'm looking for is to understand what I'm drinking more. Um, I love full disclosure. But in this case, you're talking about something that's not – it's allocated, but it's it's got some volume out there. So this is a, a, a moderately sized blended whiskey, bourbon, bourbon whiskey. Um So I think you got some mixture in there, depending on what they're trying to do to target that consistent taste. And they say they take it to full maturity, and then they finish it in a secondary custom toasted new oak barrel, and that's what gives it its sweetness. So I don't know. I don't know what they mean by custom toasted because we're used to like char level, right? Mm -hmm. So I wonder what the process is for a custom toasted barrel that they use.
1: It was something about they slightly toast it. For some said period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, and, and supposedly the staves that they're using for the toasted barrels, um, are from a, uh, an independent stave company. And I, I don't know if there's a lot of information out there, but, uh, they're supposed to be 18th, 18 month air dried Oak toasted, um, toasted staves. Yeah. So, and I'm sure if someone out there knows more about the whole process, please, you know, always let us know. Um, I don't have a lot of knowledge on there. I did look this up. It's not something I just knew off the top of my head.
0: Yeah, and I don't want it to be a, a big part of tonight's, but you know, we just got back from Kentucky and learned a lot more about the the stave and barrel creation process uh, via one of the, the distillery owners that we got to meet and talk to. So well, that no, was educational. Now I have more curiosity about what specifically that means in this case.
1: And I think it's important that we bring that up because – the staves themselves are, or the barrel itself with the char, is what's um, majority of the flavor is coming from. Some 70, say
0: seventy-five to eighty percent.
1: So it is important, and then you know them putting it in this other barrel and then toasting those staves or the barrel itself for some period of time is what's influencing it. And it do, this does taste completely different than the uh, the normal Elijah Craig small batch. Um, but just a, a, a thing that I think is very cool, you know, just me, um, Elijah Craig, um, who created this, Elijah Craig, the man, not the brand. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's an inside joke from a, a visit we just had. But no, seriously, Elijah Craig, the, uh, uh, the man, is considered the father of bourbon, right? He was the one that originally toasted or, or charred a barrel and was storing the juice inside of it
0: in charred, so. I see you uh, getting in the nose. So talk to me. Would you? Uh, Would you get on the nose? Very mild. I get a little bit of oak and some brown sugar. That's my opinion.
1: Interesting. Kind of um,
0: very mild nose, though, for me.
1: See, to me, it comes across. I do get that initial punch of ethanol. I do, um, but I'm getting a lot of. And again, this is why I love this one so much. Toasted marshmallows. Okay. I tell you what. Um, and you know, I was gonna, I was gonna save it for a little bit later when we get into the palate, but. When I drink this outside by a bonfire, I am typically having a s'more with it because I just think it tastes completely like toasted marshmallows to me. And it's one of my, again, this is why it's one of my favorite summertime pours.
0: Are are we already at the end that you're giving this a thumbs up? No, I'm I'm definitely
1: not. I I don't know if I even like this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think there may be some, some predetermined bias here on Butch's part, but that's okay. Right? Yeah. We should have some of those that we love. Some of our go-to staple dailies. Yeah. One that's almost available. It, what's cool about this is I, I didn't realize this, but it was only released in 2020. So this is only about three years old. It's been on the market. So a little over three years.
1: Interesting. That's, that is that is interesting. And if you look at our journey of uh, where we are with bourbon hunting, you know, we're probably only about four years into this, maybe five. Um, but it was about 2020 we really started to pick up and really get more specific to our overall um, taste profile. But uh, So yeah, toasted marshmallows, um, oak, a little bit of that char, I am getting that additional toasted flavor. And, and almost, again, it's almost like I'm sitting by a smoky uh, fire outside.
0: I, and that's what I meant. The, the smoky oak and, mm-hmm. and brown sugar is what I'm getting. Um, it, it has been recognized, though. San Francisco Gold 2122 International Spirits Challenge Gold in 22. So uh, the uh, the professionals are are recognizing it.
1: So I just took my first taste. Okay, and uh, um, I'm gonna tell you, I get a little bit of, like, I, I just had a salted um, caramel chocolate, like a, a bar. Yeah. Um, a lot of salt hit my tongue at first. Um, again, goes back to that s'more. Um, I, I got graham cracker, I got a little bit of a chocolate, um, and then that that
0: oak in the back end. Um, overall, um, not not a lot of heat. Well, I get a little bit of this like pepper, cinnamon stuff right in the front, and then I get a little bit more in the back, and it actually, it actually is brighter than I expected for a ninety-four proof, um, in terms of the the rise of this the spices in it, um, and there's there's something that I've been picking up too in some of these toasted or uh, uh, smoky or older whiskeys, and that is I think this one has like an edge of cedar is what I'm getting. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Um, going, you know, we didn't mention the mash bill. It's 78% corn, 12% uh, malted barley. And then the one that caught me off guard and wasn't expecting was 10% rye. Um, and, and I guess I was expecting those to be maybe flip flop, like 12 to 15% rye. I don't know.
0: Well, you know, we learned this whole thing about the malted barley is what activates the yeast and the Mm -hmm. yeast feeds on. So maybe they're doing that for it to get more draw on that. The wood sugars to come out to make it give it that little smoky sweetness.
1: So I'm gonna go back to it on the palate: graham crackers, um, chocolate, salt. Overall, it was it was enjoyable.
0: Yeah, it is, and it's not overly complex. It's not nope. a huge finish, but it's not a it, it doesn't drop off immediately. Um, and like I said, I'm I'm getting this little bit of smoky oak, but the the spices, pepper and cinnamon, and A little bit of cedar coming through, but overall it's a a very smooth drink. It's got a good mouthfeel for a 94, you know, lower proof whiskey. And then what about the finish? I don't know. I'm going to have to revisit it. What are your thoughts on it?
1: Um, Short-lived, dry. Um, Like right now, I just, my mouth feels very dry. Um, Short-lived, and I am getting a little bit of uh, rye spice. Um, and maybe caramel, and that's about it.
0: Cinnamon and pepper on the finish for me. Um, and I, I could see where you, you know, rye. Um, I think we're just interpreting that just slightly different. Pepper, kind of the it's, it's, yeah, thing. the pepper rye. You yeah. know, and, and
1: rye is what's giving us that punch of pepper. Yeah. So I think we're saying the same thing. Um, I am getting that 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 car- caramel, which I always love. Um, but just overall, a really you know, easy easy finish. Nothing crazy. I don't get a lot of that Kentucky hug that I t- traditionally love.
0: There's a little bit there though. it's not it doesn't come off flat, but yeah.
1: And so I think uh, you know there's with this bottle in general, let me ask you a question. do you think people because it seems to be you either love it or you, you you dislike it? And do you think the people that dislike it are because it's the Elijah Craig name and there's too much hype around Elijah Craig. And does that make sense? Maybe there's too much expectation for
0: this bottle. I understand what you're saying, and no, I don't think that because you know I love Elijah Craig, um, and we've gone through our our love hate version of this, where I was hunting them and finding them when they were a little bit more allocated, and calling you and buying them for you, and passing on them myself, because I just I didn't drink much of this, but I'm enjoying it more now. And I think that I will drink more of it, but I wasn't in love with it the way that you were earlier on. Do I'm gonna that?
1: and I, and I do, and I'm gonna challenge you real quick because I've already finished mine. Um, you have a little bit more left. Go back. I'm getting a little bit of green apple that just caught me completely off guard. That I, I didn't get my first two sips, and it kind of is just standing out right there.
0: Hmm. And see, I I think. I, I'm. I can't. I can't say I'm getting green apple, but the one that I'm getting now is like almost like a, a light, really light leather, that is more more of that crispness that you're talking about. Because I was trying to place it, maybe as it sits, maybe like t- 15 seconds after the finish, I could try. You know, get to where you're at, but not off the. I wouldn't have called that one out. Let me say that much.
1: Okay, that's fair. Um, so I think you uh, you did say something key um, that you know I like this bottle a lot. Um, and you were finding it, you were finding it, calling me up, and I was always buying it every single time because, again, it's almost available. It's one that you can't always find. So uh, I do have a few bottles, a few backups. Um, it's not a daily sipper, but it's one that I do enjoy. But, uh, you know, let's bring in, Bring this full circle. It's almost available, which means the uh, the average – and on any, on any given day, you may find this bottle. So when you do find it, what's your recommendation?
0: Um, my recommend, like for me now, the way that I drink whiskey and bourbon, I'm going to always make sure I have a full one in the background. When I crack it, I'm going to be looking for my next one. So this is, for me, my recommendation is always keep this on your shelf. This is something that could be really good depending on you gauge somebody that comes over and wants to pour. Maybe they don't have a lot of experience. This would be a really cool introduction. Really easy to drink. It's got a little bit of that spice to it, so kind of a, a good introductory, you know, palate for for someone.
1: So, but let's let's me, me change change it up a little bit. When you're buying it, you're buying it for fifty five dollars at MSRP in Michigan. But what happens if you're from a different state and um, Heaven Hill products, specifically this toasted barrel, isn't readily available? So. When, when they do come in, they're, they're charging it $65, 70 bucks because there is that secondary market. So if, if, if somebody doesn't have this bottle, is it worth $60, 65
0: $70? Um, I'm going to point you toward the barrel proof at that point and say go get a barrel proof for $70, 75 instead because I think they are incredible. And they are single barrels, so you get some variation. Some are better than others, but all in all, I would go toward the barrel proof for $10 more than I would for the toasted barrel.
1: Okay. That's fair. Um, and again, I'm trying to play to every, you know, everybody out there, everyone's different. Um, I agree with Lance completely or less. You don't like high proof yep. bourbon. So if you do like high proof bourbon and you find it at, if you are finding it at a secondary price, I would agree with Lance. Um, but if you are finding it at retail, I completely agree. This is a bottle that I will always have. One crack open and one backup because again it's almost available and I don't want to be in a position where I finish it and you know if some friends come over and we're, at, we're out in the farm um, you know the patio having a fire, I always want to have one to offer them that pour because this seems to be a fan favorite around a fire. So,
0: hey, you know, from my perspective, I have a whole shelf that's all Heaven Hill stuff. Um, and I probably got 30 bottles on there of different Heaven Hill products. Most of them are Elijah Craig, Larceny, Elijah Craig 18, um, Heaven Hill. Uh, bottled and bond, but I made sure I had a a bottle of this. I can't say the same for the other stuff. I don't have a bottle of small batch. Um, It's common whiskey. It's good. I'm not, I don't, no knock on it, but this kind of rounds out that vertical collection for me of the, the stuff that I enjoy from this distillery. So that's another reason that I would buy my first one for sure, because I think it fits into the family very well.
1: So there we have it, everybody. Um, Our recommendation is at retail, buy this bottle. Um, and uh, I think uh, you'll enjoy it. It's an overall pretty uh, easy drinking bourbon.
0: Right, give it a try. Tell us what you think at Bourbon Brothers, Bourbon underscore Brothers underscore on Instagram, and uh, let us know what you think. All right, thank you, everybody. Take care now.